0: time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Muir's Chapel Road. You can find us online at roadmapfinancial.com. Glenn, glad to be with you once again this week. How you been, sir?
1: I'm doing well, Walter. How are you doing this uh, this time uh we're getting together. It's we're kind of getting into. It's actually springtime this year. It's been a little cooler, and uh, I mean, I've been getting comments from all my client or just about everybody who's coming in, and just we're kind of, it's like saying, "Gosh, you know, is the weather great?" And it's like it's not immediately summer after a couple of weeks of it.
0: Yeah, it's actually been uh, relatively mild for a little bit longer than uh, than usual. So that's been pretty nice. I, I'm just glad to be here, Glenn, because I came back from uh, vacation, and on our way back. Broke down on I-95 in South Carolina and truly in the middle of nowhere, (laughs) truly, truly in the middle of nowhere, 20 miles from the nearest town and uh, in the middle of COVID, apparently um, you're not allowed to ride in a vehicle with, you know, the tow truck drivers, the highway patrol, the sheriffs all have rules about how many people can like ride with them and get assistance. We weren't near an Uber. Everything was essentially uh, no options for us to transport four people and two dogs to go with our car to, you know, some repair shop. So had, wow. had to rely on the kindness of a, uh, a very awesome tow truck driver named Paul, who uh, helped bring his personal vehicle to the site. Let us then drive that behind him and meet him up at the auto zone, and he was actually able to repair our alternator in the parking lot five minutes before the auto zone closed, so we could finish the trip out so big props to paul and uh, I, I don't wow. think i don't think he's listening to the show, but uh, you know <laughs> on the off chance he's driving around towing people, listening to the retirement roadmap. Uh, appreciate you, Paul, so had to give him a shout out otherwise, I may not have made it. I may still be walking around in the uh, in the wild lands of puddin swamp road down in south carolina which is tells you all you need to know about where the car dies <laughs> i think
1: you're right that's well the, it's like you get you get a hand up from the from the least expected place so that's yes. uh, that's a that's a good that's a good story about humanity
0: isn't it it certainly was and it was uh hysterical with the in-laws in the back uh you know judging me all along so i think i earned um positive marks from uh, one of the in-laws uh, for how calm I was in handling everything, but definitely lost marks with the other in-law for not having prevented the problem in the first place. So <laughs> it evened out nicely, you know. <laughs> but it was, well. it was good stuff and everybody uh, made it home safely. So uh, Speaking of going through a crisis, in fact, uh, has a little bit to do with our topic on the show today. We're going to be talking about where crisis and opportunity meet in the financial world. And kind of interesting, Glenn, if you write the Chinese words for crisis, you actually combine two elements, um, two different Chinese characters, and one of them means danger while the other one means opportunity. And if you translate it directly to English, it means opportunity riding on a dangerous wind. Just thought that was kind of poetic and neat to throw into the equation. I want to discuss how some of these various financial crises or just life crises might actually be opportunities that we can seize and maybe better our situation, or at least depending on our perspective, um, you know, kind of understand a good approach or angle to take. One of those areas, maybe it's a bit of a, uh, a stretch to call it a crisis, but the empty nest can often uh, be a big change in the life of uh, an individual or a couple when you have maybe had kids in the house for a couple of decades and now they're all gone.
1: Right. Well, no, you're exactly right, Walter. And, you know, you hear about these situations sometimes, you know, by third party. And sometimes, you know, when I sit down with clients or prospective clients and talk about it and, you know, and it is, it's a big change, you know, emotionally and psychologically and all that. And it can be a crisis from that perspective, you know, particularly, you know, sometimes one parent more than the other, but there's no denying the fact that it's a big change you know and and like you say it's it's you know, it's kind of a, whether or not it's a crisis or not well for some people it's more that way than others but it certainly presents an opportunity in a lot of cases because in mo- and more often than not when kids get out and they get start to get out on their own and a lot of the, a lot of those expenses you know that that you you know and trying to support your kids you know they they tend to either you know go away or or start to reduce and it gives a little bit more opportunity to, you know, to put more money aside and, you know, and, and, you know, kind of make that last push, you know, towards those retirement plans and, you know, making sure that you get enough saved and so forth. But it's, it's an interesting time for sure because, you know, it's just like people tend to be, you know, creatures of habit and you, you get so used to your life being in a, in a particular way. And there's, you know, evolution and change, you know, as, as kids grow up. But when they completely leave the house, it be, you know, it's just like, you know, wow. I mean, it's, it's just a, a total different dynamic altogether.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point, Glenn. And it could be a time of sadness. I know my parents, uh, you know, even though I think I was a pretty good kid growing up, they were uh, excited to get that extra room back in the house. And they had that converted over to a guest room and a, like, you know, office uh, pretty quick. So (laughs) I was like, all right, you guys definitely encouraging me not to come back home. You you flipped my room (laughs) over pretty fast. I I get the hint. But I know other families always keep that, the kids' rooms, the kids' rooms for many, many years after the fact. So everybody kind of handles that differently.
1: That's it, Walter. And, you know, one of the things that I always try to, uh, you know, encourage folks to do is, is, you know, when you're in that situation and you notice some of those expenses that that you had, you know, on an ongoing basis that, that start to either, you know, drop off or completely go away. That creates a little bit of a vacuum, right? And so it tends to be if dollars don't have direction, they they tend to you know they, they, they tend to evaporate, right? And so one of the big things is you gotta be really aware of that and be strategic about what happens. It's like, okay, this particular bill is gonna go away or this expense is gonna go away. And so, you know, you know, how can we redirect this towards more savings if if that's something that's needed, right? Some folks have been able, you know, they've been fortunate enough to be able to, you know, to you know, to save really well for retirement and do and you and do all the things they wanted to do for their kids. Others sometimes, you know, it's like you're you know you're kind of doing without, you know, to give more opportunity to the kids, and then you find yourself a little bit behind, you know, in in the retirement savings. But you got to really make sure that during this time of transition that you, you know, make sure that you're consciously making choices to strategically reposition those dollars so that you know, it really supports you going forward rather than them just kind of you know, just getting you know, you know, getting gone when, when, if, if there's no plan in place. Does that make sense, Walter?
0: It makes a lot of sense, Glenn. So that's the empty nest, one of the crisis uh, situations that people find themselves in, but where there is lots of opportunity to improve your financial situation Let's talk about the next item, Glenn, a little bit different one. Uh, we had a recent exposure to this after having gone a little while without it. Market crashes can be obviously very distressing when you combine them with uh, some world event like a pandemic in 2020. Um, you know, that downturn affected a lot of people's ability to retire if they were planning to retire last year and weren't well prepared to handle that market crash. This is another one of those big crisis points that I think is on the minds of a lot of people as they think about retirement.
1: Right. Well, no, no doubt about it, Walter. And it kind of, you know, there, there, there's two things that come to mind in that in that scenario. You know, one is, is you know, I mean, obviously, you know, if, if the markets, you know, go through what they go through, like you say, we found ourselves, you know, this time last year, you know, just starting to come out of it. And, you know, markets, you know, had a, like a, a flash crash, as I like to call it with COVID. And then, you know, and then, you know, all the government stimulus came in and, you know, and, and brought things back. But it gave you a little bit of an insight to, okay, wow, this, you know, I mean, the, the markets can be vulnerable. And if you're really close to retirement or in retirement, number one is, is don't panic. But number two, if you if you don't have a plan in place, that, you know, that you you feel like you're going to be okay, even if then something like that happens again and maybe, you know, longer lived, you know, like a real bear market, you know, that lasts, you know, maybe a year, two, three, you know, it's like, we look back at the dot coms when they, you know, just came to an end and then the first couple of years of, you know, 2000, 2001, 2002, you know, was just, you know, just a really tough, you know, grueling bear market you know the overall market lost you know half of its value and you had a similar happening in 2000 you know 7 8 and 9 the, you know with the financial crisis this market that we're in is not immune from something like that happening again and and so you know if if you're paying attention and you realize it's like okay I'm I'm right here at the precipice of retirement and if you don't have a plan in place to be able to deal with that and make sure that you're going to be okay no matter what the market does it was a good you know wake up call to make sure that you get those kind of plans in place the other thing that kind of comes to mind is is you know when you see you know when you see situations like that and you see things are you know at at dramatically low prices if you do have you know some you know some cash around and you know that you have that's excess that you can put to work you know sometimes it creates a you know an enormous buying opportunity so there's there's several things that can kind of come out of that you know scenario and of course everybody's situations different but the main thing is to is to not panic and then evaluate where you are and and you know what opportunities you have and it's like you say, is you know, I, I remember my father telling me when I was a kid, and I and I could never quite figure out exactly what he meant until I was until I was older and a little bit wiser. But he always said to me, he says, Glenn, he says, I can't tell the difference between adversity and opportunity. And I was like, Well, what do you mean by that, Dad? And he says, Well, he says, you know, when you know, it's like you always want things to kind of go the way that you'd planned them, but well, sometimes when you know, when things happen and you and you have to change the way you're thinking about it because you know your plans aren't quite working out. If you really give it an earnest try and you start thinking about, well, what what good can come out of this and what can I do? Oftentimes opportunities will spring from that that you never would have thought of before, and I really kind of feel like that that's how you have to you know go with life and you know when, when things happen, the old saying is you know to make lemonade out of lemon you know and that kind of thing it's just, it's really true and it's sometimes difficult to feel that way and to think that way, but it will really serve you if you if you're able to do that
0: yeah if uh, there's one thing that um, I kind of pride myself on it's finding the silver lining in any sort of situation and from uh, from the car example I'm taking lots of silver linings out of that 6 hour detour from our uh, trip of figuring out how in the world to get out of that situation and uh, hey just one of those little things is I now know where the alternator is on my vehicle so <laughs> <laughs> There you go. One of my weaknesses is car knowledge, and so uh, I'm going to be working on that in the coming weeks so I can at least be a little bit more knowledgeable of what's, uh, what's going on when things go bad. Don't know if that would have helped me actually prevent the problem, but I could have at least uh, identified this is the alternator when I looked at the engine. So now I know what they look like. There's a, there's a little bit of that opportunity that came out of that crisis to gain a little bit of knowledge. Um, Let's look at another example here, Glenn. Let's talk about another crisis situation where somebody's kind of feeling like they've got a really good plan in place. Hey, I've got long-term care insurance, so I'm even covered in that gap where a lot of people don't even really want to think about planning. Now all of a sudden, I'm experiencing rate hikes. That can be very stressful for somebody who's maybe on a, a fixed income and thought their plan had kind of been, you know, spelled out for them. And now they're being hit with maybe some surprise rate hikes. All of a sudden, that can be very distressing.
1: Well, there's no doubt about it, Walter. You know, I mean, you see these situations happen from time to time. You talk to clients or prospective clients, and you know, they, you know, they, it's like, hey, I just got this letter, or you know, and let's look at the, you know, the choices that I have, and that kind of thing, and. you say, you have to kind of think, you have to kind of step back for a moment. You got to realize, okay, you know, the long-term care um, is one of the hardest things for insurance companies to cover because there's, you know, I mean, there's just, you know, you know, a breakthrough away and, you know, in this procedure or that procedure and, you know, and life expectancy can go longer. The rate of inflation for medical procedures and, you know, and all of everything medical and, you know, and health wise, you know, that inflation rate tends to be, you know, more than just the norm. So it tends to rise. Right. And so it gives you an opportunity, obviously, to evaluate where you are. What is this, you know, the, the, the policy that you have in place? Does it make sense to keep it totally in place? Does it make sense to possibly adjust it? There's different opportunities there. There's also other, other scenarios where, you know, if you have other monies that, that are there for your retirement dollars, there's, there are situations that make, sometimes make sense to utilize products that, you know, have the ability to, you know, let your money work in multiple ways. In other words, you know, you may have, there, there are some insurance policies out there that allow for, you know, the ability to, you know, to save money in, in an environment that you're not exposed to downside risk, you know, could potentially, you know, create, you know, returns that are that are significantly better than what you might get at the bank. They might not be as uh, upside potential oriented as, as what the markets are, but they still can make, you know, nice rates of return. They also sometimes can have, you know, income possibilities in the future where you can activate you know, like your own personal pension plan. And some of those policies also have additional, um, you know, benefits for long-term care or, you know, where, you know, the, the income stream that you could have could, you know, could accelerate and, and become greater. And under certain circumstances so sometimes you you know you have a scenario where it's like okay I've gotten this uh, rate hike letter from my long-term care company what do I do well sometimes it you know you may just keep that in place or you may you may, may take one of their alternatives but then you know hedge that overall long-term care risk with another piece of the puzzle that can they can have your money working in multiple ways and so now instead of having just you know one way of, of dealing with long-term care if it happens now you've got a you know multiple multi-layered strategy that it's like, okay, well, I'll have this policy in place. And then if there's more needed, I, you know, I can put the second piece of the puzzle that that can be, you know, an addition to rather than instead of this or that, it might be this and that, if that makes sense, Walter.
0: It does make sense, Glenn. Absolutely. So three so far that we've covered, maybe uh, we can slide in another, um, you know, another one here, Glenn, uh, before we wrap up where crisis and opportunity meet. This one's tough, really tough to see the forest through the trees kind of moment when you get laid off or downsized, or maybe it's uh, folks getting forced into early retirements. The turmoil there is obvious. Um, Where can the opportunity be from being let go or, or losing your job a few years before you're planning to retire?
1: Right. Well, you yeah, know, Walter, like you say, I mean, this one, this one's a tough one and, you know, sometimes it, it, it's hard to find it. There are other times though, where, you know, I've had a, a, a number of scenarios where folks have said, okay, you know, I, I know that this is coming or that they've just gotten this letter. And, and you know, they've been, you know, in, in some situations, they've been fortunate enough to have a scenario where they have, uh, you know, like a, in essence, a, a, an early package where, you know, they might get six months or a year or possibly longer of where they, in essence, the company comes in and you know, just kind of buys them out and gives them a retirement, but still could, continues to pay them for a little while, which that one kind of eases the blow a little bit. Sometimes it, you know, just comes all at once. But what I found is, is that you know when I when I sit down with folks, particularly folks who are you you know who are not clients of mine yet, and we sit down and talk, and man, I, I've had a number of folks come in with with you know it's like okay this this kind of spurred me to you know have a conversation with you know with somebody like you who helps with with retirement planning here's my situation i'm really i'm really concerned because i'm not sure what i'm going to do and you know and but and but yet they haven't really ever sat down and gone through that type of planning before and sometimes they feel like you know i've got to save this much more and i've got to work this much longer before i can ever think about retirement and, you know, sometimes when we step back from that, you know, you look at it and say, well, you know, wait a minute, you know, if we if we were to position this this way and that that way, and you were to make this choice and we decided to do something over here with your how you're planning to take Social Security, there are situations where folks can retire significantly earlier than what they thought just because they're unaware of strategies and, you know, and, and possibilities in the marketplace that they're just that, like I say, they're just uh, they're unaware of. And it's like, I always I, I have the, the you know what I, I always tell, tell people when I'm teaching workshops or you know or having meetings is you just simply you don't know what you don't know right and it's not because you're not intelligent or bright or anything else it's just that you know t- you tend to learn and you know and, and be able to think about things that you've had some exposure to you know to different strategies and if you haven't had that kind of exposure you don't know what is possible and what's not possible and I you know I can't tell you how many times I, I sit down with folks you know whether they're in this situation, whether they've been laid off or they know that it's coming, or even, even if they're continuing to work in, that, in those initial conversations and you start to look at what's, what they've actually had, it's, it's kind of surprising to, you know, to a lot of people that, they, that they're in much better shape than what they thought they were. Now, that, course, is not, not always the case, but, but it happens a whole lot more often than you think. And so, again, it's one of those things where you just say, say okay, I've got to kind of surrender a little bit to what the reality is. And then, you know, and then reevaluate, you know, OK, well, what are my what are my actions going to be? Because, you, you know, sometimes you can't really change events. But what you can do is you can control how you re- react and respond to them. And so I always suggest it's like if you find yourself in a difficult spot, number one, take a step back. But number two, you know, it's probably not a bad idea and probably in actuality a really good idea to, you know, go and have a consultation with with somebody like myself, you know, who does this type of work that can, you know, give you a second set of eyes, you know, from a different perspective. And, you know, you may find yourself that it's like, you know what, this is this was an opportunity rather than an adversity. It's like, you know, I didn't realize me, you know, maybe I can go ahead and retire or maybe I can, you know, semi retire and do something else, you know, that I really like to do for a few years. And then, you know, and then fully retire. And and I may not be as stressed out as I was with with this job that I'm, you know, maybe being forced out of. So, again, it's just like it's one of those situations is, you know, don't panic. Just step back and say, huh, OK. I'm going to have to deal with this, and then you know, and then go about it, you know, as the, with with some you know logic and some strategy, rather than oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And and and, and having and being overwhelmed
0: by that panic. Yeah, it's a great point, as always, Glenn. And uh, this is just maybe scratching the surface of all these these different crisis points, all these different areas where people may have some nerves, may have uh, some some moments of being afraid of what's happening and they have to problem solve around that and figure out, okay, where are the opportunities here? How can I turn this negative, perhaps, into a positive? And uh, just goes to show you that we see these examples all throughout the financial world. So. If you are experiencing a crisis in your life, uh, especially one that is going to have financial ramifications, or maybe it's uh, something that's going on in your life where you didn't even really think about the financial benefits that could come out of it, like the empty nest. I think that's a good example where it doesn't seem like a financial issue maybe at first, but when you start to peel back the layers, you certainly see it. Uh, If that's you, you're going through maybe one of these things right now and you need some help, Glenn can certainly talk to you a little bit, find those opportunities, and make sure that you're well prepared for these different curveballs. 336-291-3535 is the number to call to reach Glenn. That's 336-291-3535. And always online at RoadmapFinancial.com. That's RoadmapFinancial.com. And you can click the free consultation button at the bottom of the page to schedule a time to meet with Glenn at your convenience. Glenn, thanks for walking us through these and for the help on today's show. And we'll have another episode on the way next week. Absolutely, Walter. Take care now. All right, you as well. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap.